Hey guys, it's Gabby, and welcome to the Everything Lovely Podcast. I was just really, really excited for this episode, and I think being an introvert or being shy or whatever is just really evident in today's society because of the pandemic and everything that we've been through, so I think we're just gonna get right into it. When I was younger, I was extremely shy. Like, I would be afraid to go up and talk to people. But, like, I was a nice girl. I was a nice kid. I listened to all of the rules. And I was just really nice. But I was really shy. I wouldn't be with anybody except for my parents, my friends, and people that I were I was close with. And I don't know why. I was just really shy. And I do have quite a few interesting stories about me when I was younger because I was shy and so I live in an area where our school district was k-12 through so you would be stuck with the same people for the whole ride you grow up with them you start pre-k with them and go all the way through 12th grade with them and graduate with the same people and it's pretty great actually that you get to see these people and you get to grow with them but I didn't go to this district when I was in pre-K because I lived in a completely different area of New York. I live in New York, by the way. I lived in a completely different area than where I live now. And the school that I went to was, it was a preschool. And I was just really shy. I remember, or I don't remember actually, but my parent, my mom, told me that When I went in, I would not talk to anybody. I would just look at you and just not talk to you at all. And a teacher recommended me to go to autistic classes, like special ed classes. And my mom was like, no, like she's completely normal. She's fine. She's just really shy and she has to warm up to that. And um, I eventually did, but I was still really shy. Like I would be excited to go to school. I loved school when I was younger. But I, like, let's say my mom or my dad brought me to school. And there was, like, this little place that we sat down to begin school in. And I would sit down and they would have, like, a Disney movie movie playing. And I would be sitting there and watching. And I would have tears in my eyes because my dad would leave. Like, I would be super excited to get to school and super excited getting in the car. And I was like, yay, like, I have to go to school. And once I'm finally there, I start crying and I'm like, okay, bye, like I have to leave now. And um, (laughs) I would just start crying because I was shy. But um, eventually started warming up to it. But here's a funny story. I was so shy that for the first week, I would pee my pants. And I was completely potty trained. Like I wasn't wearing a diaper. I knew exactly when I needed to go and I knew that I knew how to hold it in. I knew that I had to go to the bathroom and sit on the toilet and use it. But I was so shy to raise my hand. So the first few days, I would just start peeing in my pants because I was afraid to ask the teacher to go to the bathroom. And then the third day or fourth day, I remember my teacher saying, can someone bring Gabby to the bathroom before she pees her pants again? And I remember saying, oh no, oh no, it's coming, it's coming, and I squatted down and started peeing in my pants again, because I was so afraid to ask, 
and then um eventually friends started coming with me to the bathroom because this bathroom was just we would have bathroom breaks for the entire class and so there was just like a row of like 20 toilets for each person in the classroom and we would have to all go at the same time and it was a co-ed bathroom like it was a bathroom for both boys and girls and it was just a row of toilets there were no stalls or whatever it was just a row of toilets and I don't know if it's still like that now it probably isn't this was like 17 years ago oh hey I'm joking I'm only 16 I'm only 16 this was like hmm, definitely more than 10 years ago um I exaggerated way too much with that but yeah I was afraid to go to the bathroom because I was afraid to ask and I was afraid to go alone and it was a new school and I was just fitting in and um yeah I have so many stories about this school actually it's not really part of the topic but I could get into them just for entertainment purposes so I remember in the bathroom it was like a rectangular shaped bathroom and there was just like a row of 20 toilets. I don't know if I said this before, but it, it was a co-ed bathroom. So it was for both all boys and girls. And um, there were like sinks around the um, bathroom. There were no stalls. I don't think, I don't know if I said that already. Um, I have really bad short-term memory, guys. But um, I remember going in and this was around the middle of the year. So I was able to go to the bathroom by myself now. So, big accomplishment for me when I was younger, but uh, there was another girl from another class, and what we would usually do, me and my friends, is we would go up to one sink, and then we would go to the sink with the most bubbles, and we would play with the bubbles, and I didn't know this girl, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna make friends, so I was sitting on the toilet, I was watching her, I was smiling while she was in the, um, uh, she was washing her hands, and I went up to her and I started washing my hands in the same sink and she looks at me and she had face paint all over her face and it was like kind of scary like I was like taken aback by it I was appalled by it I was so surprised and I kind of like jumped in like my soul like jumped I was like oh my god like what and I was like oh so I moved to another one and she kind of seemed like annoyed with me that I went to the same sink with her mind you like I said before there were like 10 other sinks that I could have gone to and we were the only two people in that bathroom and I went to the same sink as her which is um really funny and I remember oh there was this one girl that I loved to play with because she smelled like honey nut cheerios and I loved that smell for some reason so I hung out with her so I could smell her and I remember there was this one time where she was sitting on a bike so our playground was like at the roof of the building and um there were like bikes like tricycles at the top of the building there were slides and monkey bars and um she would go on the bike and like I would push her around and I was just like I don't mind like I get to smell her she smells good <laughs> and then I was friends with a guy named Ryan he always had a stuffy nose and he had a crush on another girl who had no teeth and I remember exactly her dad came in the classroom the first day she was like one of the later students who came in and 
she had no teeth, so she wasn't allowed to eat anything but soup and soft foods like seaweed. And um, I remember Ryan had the biggest crush on her, and it was so cute because now looking back, we were like three or four years old because I was in there before pre-K. It was like um, it was like a uh, daycare and then a pre-K. So I was there for a while. And like I was looking back and I was wondering like why did I celebrate my birthday there? Cuz my birthday's in July. And I yeah, I found out that it was also a daycare. It was more than just the pre-K. So yeah, and I never finished pre-K. I just moved on to kindergarten at my next school because we moved. But yeah, I was really shy in that school. And around that time, so we're going to divert a little bit to another story. Um, this was a story about how my pinky, the tip of my pinky was cut. And I was so, so shy. As I said before, I was younger and I loved to read books. I loved books so much. And um, we lived in a small little apartment and I shared the room with my mom and my dad. And because it was just us three at the time, I have two younger siblings. For those of you who didn't know, I have a sister and a brother. But this was a long time ago. It was just me, my mom, and my dad. And we slept in the same room. And one of my friend's dads came over. And I was shy. I was, like, scared of him, kind of. And um, I was in the room. And they were like, come on, Gabby. Like, come here. Like, say hi. And I was like, no. I'll just stay in my room. And I'll continue reading my books. And I was reading my books. And then my dad pulled me out and this was like after they left he was like oh they're gone but like I didn't trust him because I didn't want to go out and see anybody and he carried me and he was like come on Gabby he's gone he's gone and he carried me and I like held on to the door like the part of the door in between like the slit where the door is and where the door hinges kind of like where that's where it was if you want to picture it, but I kind of don't think you want to picture it because it's kind of like a gross scene, but I held on to that with my pinky, and I was like crying, and I was like, no, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, and my dad closed the door not knowing that my pinky was there, and all of a sudden, I like cried out in pain, and he was about to pull me, but then he was like, wait, she wouldn't just cry out for no reason, and he looked behind, he opened the door, And he saw my pinky was like hanging, the tip of my pinky was hanging on like a piece of skin. And he saw bones and the blood coming out. And I was crying. He was like, good thing I didn't pull or else my pinky would have been on the floor somewhere. But yeah, I was crying and my mom was like frantic. Like she didn't know what to do. She was running around in the kitchen. She's like, oh my gosh, like what do I do? What do I do? My dad was like, well, get a band-aid. And they wrapped my pinky with a band-aid. And I wasn't crying after that, actually. The person who was crying was my mom. Because <laughs> she was like scared for me. And I was like, it's okay, mommy. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be okay. So they put me in the car and we drove to the hospital. And I don't remember anything else that happened after that. I know I got stitches and a whole bunch of x-rays. And I could still see it. It's on my right pinky. I could still see the little indent on where my stitches were. And my nail grows a little bit wider on this pinky instead of the other pinky. Because it was clipped. And my pinky was like broken. 
and hanging on like a sliver of skin. But it's okay. It's fine. I'm okay now. And I think I'm a little bit better now as an introvert. But um, yeah, I'm not as shy as I used to be. I eventually broke out of my shell when I was in preschool. Like I would come home after a very quiet day and just scream out of nowhere just to let it all out. And I think I'm doing a better job of like coping with things like that. I'm a little bit more out there now. And I love presenting. I guess this kind of happened back in fifth grade, like in middle school. In elementary school, I was still a little bit shy to talk. And like, I could talk to like anybody, but like, I was just really shy. And then middle school came and we had STEM fair projects. And I loved them. I loved science. I love experiments. And I found out that I love presenting. And I started to join different competitions back in middle school. And I actually won a few. I got high honors for some of them. Some of them I got second place. And it felt good. Like, I love science. Science and math are my favorite. And being able to make an experiment and then start presenting it was great. I also did math fair. And um, did, like, math olympiads. And I really liked it. I love performing as well. Um, anything that has to do with like singing or music I find really fun or like hosting events I find really fun to do as well so it's kind of like the opposite of what I used to be when I was younger which is kind of weird you know but I think I'm a lot better now and we reached high school and I started branching out and reaching out to a lot of different people And I could talk to you, I could have a full-on conversation with you, like I had no problem with anyone at my school, and I tried to keep like an upbeat, lively, like emotion as much as I can, just to make sure that like I was socializing with people, and at the same time I was able to be myself, and I essentially loved it, like I started applying for like leadership positions, and like student government, and then student government, I think, and um, another club, Bottle Congress, which we'll get into, but student government, I guess, really helped me, like, come out of my shell, because as a student government official, so I was a president in sophomore year, I had to talk to people, like, I was forced to talk to other people, and ask them for their opinions on certain things, I had to talk to people in my class, and reach out to juniors, and reach out to freshmen, And I did a lot better with talking to people. And also Model Congress, I think, really helped me out. Model Congress is a debate club. And you could really debate about anything. It's not a serious debate club. But there are certain rules to it. And we would go to different schools. So there would be like eight different schools that went to a Model Congress debate. And we would all come together. And we would all debate different topics and different committees. And it would be really cool because you'd get to meet new people from other schools and you get to find out how much, how many similarities you had with other people that you would have never known unless you joined the club. And um, my freshman year, it was different because we had housing, which was, okay, let me give you a little run through of the club. So on Fridays, we would debate. So that would be like in the afternoon after school until like nine o'clock and then we would go home to somebody's house so 
whoever was hosting, whichever school was hosting the event, the delegates or the members of that club from that school would host, like, house people. Like, they would bring some people home from other schools and you would get to meet new friends and it does actually sound kind of dangerous but it's really fun like I made a lot of friends through housing and I was able to meet new people and just get right into the um like personal stories and experiences and it was really nice to get to meet new people and then once you came back on Saturday there was like more than just debating there were like entertainment sessions sports athletics like you get to perform there were cheers that we did there were roast cheers as well and it was just a really fun club like you think about it and you think of like a cult because it was like you can't really describe model congress in just a few words it was like a very different club but being able to meet new people from other schools kind of helped me break out of my shell and now as a junior i think i can pretty much go up to anybody and talk But you see, here's the difference though. As an introvert, I like to keep things to myself. Like I like to keep things on the down low. And I think being an introvert doesn't necessarily mean being shy. I think you could be a social introvert. And when I was searching up the word introvert, apparently there were four different types of introverts. So there was a social introvert, a thinking introvert, anxious, or restrained introvert introvert and most introverts are like a combination of all of these things and I think me personally I would probably be like a social and thinking introvert I don't really get anxious as often but um I think I could like go up to anybody and like talk to you and have a good time and I think that's what's so different because as an introvert you're very introspective like you like to look at yourself and examine yourself and analyze yourself and you just like to keep to yourself you know keep important personal things to yourself instead of spreading them out there and like I really don't think it's the same thing as being shy but um yeah and the thing about me though at the same time is I cannot start conversations but I can continue them So, like, it would be difficult for me, okay, this was kind of, like, different from everything I was saying before, but, like, I can't really go up to you unless you come up to me, and I do sometimes, but it, like, it takes a lot of courage, and it takes a lot of, like, internal pushing to do that, so it's kind of difficult for me to go up to someone and say hi, but if you come up to me, I could definitely start a conversation with you, and I could definitely continue it, and we could keep it going, and change topics every now and then, and talk for hours like that I wouldn't mind I think I'm pretty good at doing that but going up to somebody is just a little difficult for me and something else that's really weird is I can't talk to people that I don't (laughs) let me rephrase that I can talk to people that I know that I don't know whoa one more time third time's a charm let me try this one more time I can't really talk to people that I know. Yes. Um, People at my school, I could talk to you, but I can't really get close to you and I can't really be myself around you because I think at my school, I've grown kind of like a reputation and um, it's just, it's really different. Like I wouldn't be able, like I feel very much restrained at my school because 
people know me. And like I said, my district is K through 12. And I've been in my school since I was in kindergarten. And I'm a junior now in 11th grade. So I've spent around like 12 years with the same people. And so they already have a sense of who I am. And they already kind of know me or at least know me from school. And like, I think I struggle a little bit with this, like having to act myself around people who already have preconceived notions of me. So like, if I have a reputation and you know me as being something else, it would be kind of difficult to act like myself, especially since I'm not the same person that I was many years ago. And many people probably still have that memory of me or think of me as the person that they first met before. But um, in clubs like Model Congress, where I get to meet new people, or when I'm going out to talk to people that I haven't spoken to before, I'm a lot more open and I'm a lot more like bubbly, I guess you can say, because they don't know me. So I could be whoever I want to be. And um, yeah, it's really weird. Like I can talk to you at school and I love the people at my school. It's really fun to get closer with the people in my grade. And I think we do have to work on getting closer with each other. But I'm not exactly there yet and you know that's why this pandemic hasn't really been kind to me or to anybody in general because we haven't been given the chance to talk to each other as often like everything has to be over the phone virtually when you go to class most cameras are on you only see through people you only see people as an icon and you can only hear people talking when their mics are on And you don't really see what's going on behind the scenes and you don't really see how they are outside of school because there's no place for you to walk around in the hallways and talk to people or get to see people during lunchtime or see people during sports because you're just restricted. Like you have to stay virtually and you have to be away from each other and you have to be socially distancing. So the chance that a lot of people had to come out of their shells and act like themselves is just kind of like taken away because you can't really talk to people unless you're talking to them over the phone and it's not genuine even then so I think another podcast episode definitely how quarantine changed me and how other how it changed other people definitely get into that but going back on to topic I think um after taking my Meyer Briggs type indicator test, for those of you who don't know what that is, the MBTI test, um, I got the fact that, um, whoa, let me restate that. I got being like an introvert. So I don't really remember what I was. I think, um, I don't remember the letters, but I do remember I was an advocate. And um, it very much, I think, um, it does describe me. It really does. Um, here's another episode we could talk about, an MBTI episode. But yeah, it said that I was a little bit more of like an emotional feeling person instead of thinking, you know, instead of being like an analyst, if that's a word, if I said that correctly, I don't know. But I'm more of like a feeling person and I'm a little bit more introspective so I look at myself and I like to analyze myself and I like to look at everything that I've said and I've done before and just look at it and try to see what I could have done and just overthinking a little bit and I like to try to better myself with every experience that I get and um, 
I don't know. I think that's what makes me an introvert. It's just the fact that I don't like to share everything about me. And I'd rather have my alone time than be in big crowds of people. Like, I have a very low social battery. Like, I don't charge up as quickly. And it takes a while to, you know, um, get to warm up to people. Like, at a close level. Like, like I said before, I could talk to you as a new person but it's like really difficult for me to try to warm up to you like genuinely and completely and be completely myself so it takes a while for me to make new friends but that's okay but yeah I'd rather have my alone time I'd rather sit in my room and do nothing and stare at a wall and think about myself think about my actions or read a book or song write or study instead of being in a big like party filled with people because, I don't know, for me, I would rather much spend time just benefiting myself and thinking and mentally growing and practicing mental health and um, mindfulness instead of, you know, going out. And, like, there are different people. Different people like to have different opinions on certain things. But me, personally, I think I'm a little bit more of an introvert. And though I did start off very shy... I think I did kind of grow into the person that I am now and I kind of got to break out of my shell a little bit. Obviously, I still have a lot more work to do when it comes to being confident with myself and being completely comfortable with who I am. But I think um, at the end of the day, like I am who I am and no matter how much I get out there, I think I am an introvert at heart and it's not a bad thing at all. There's so many negative connotations to it, and I really don't think there should be any. And um, yeah, I think this is the perfect way to end the episode for today. Just remember, be yourself. It doesn't matter if someone thinks of you a completely different way, or if someone tells you, oh, you're too shy, or you're such an introvert. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's gonna be fine. You're gonna get through everything, and... You know, anything that life throws your way, whether you like to spend time by yourself and you like to spend your free time like thinking or staying in your room or lying down in bed, reading a book by yourself instead of going out with other people, whatever works for you, works for you. And, you know, as cringy as it is, don't let anybody tell you who you have to be. Stay yourself. Like I said before, nothing is bad as long as it's you. So thanks for tuning in for this episode today, guys. You can follow us on Instagram or follow me on Instagram for updates at Everything Lovely Podcast. I hope to see you. I hope to get some recommendations. If you have any recommendations to what you want to hear on this podcast, let me know. Shoot me a DM. And um, yeah, thank you so much for listening in and I hope to hear you or see you tune in to the next episode. Bye guys.